Most of us were probably a little more adventurous when we were younger. I know I did some things that I wouldn't dream of doing now. I bungee jumped a couple times. I even rappelled down the side of a mountain and flew in a three-wheeled ultralight death machine that had nothing more than a big fan powered by a lawnmower engine on the back of it. So I'm sure I've flirted with disaster more than a couple of times. Certainly I wouldn't do any of those things now, but as we get older, many times we flirt with different kinds of disasters and we don't even know it. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Well, there couldn't be a better lead-in for this conversation today. I want to hear some of those stories, Lee, as we uh, maybe off the air sometime. I'll hear these these adventures you've been on. It sounds like you've lived quite the life so far. But today, we're going to focus on disaster as it pertains to your finances and your retirement. And that is the goal today. We have five different areas that you might be having some problems in later on if you don't take care of some things right now. So, Lee, welcome on. Good to talk to you. Hey, man. Good to be here. Looking forward to today's conversation. Should be interesting because I know a lot of people are flirting with disaster as, as we talk about. Yeah, there's no question. And and I'm, I'm, I think this is going to be very helpful for a lot of people, at least maybe bring to attention one or two things, if not all five, at least one or two things that maybe you've overlooked in your portfolio. But hopefully, you know, you've reached out to someone, an advisor that you've been building a plan to kind of avoid these things, because that's part of what you do, right, Lee? The comprehensive plan is going to take care of all this stuff. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm not a stockbroker. So, you know, a lot of people do that and they, they make a good living helping people just buy and, buy and sell stocks and, and trying to make money in the stock market. That's certainly earning money, you know, within your, your investment is a big part of what we do. But the other, the other parts of it are just as important and sometimes even more important. You know, income planning and, and tax planning and healthcare planning, all those things go in, into kind of hand in hand with, with investment planning. So, yeah, we do a whole lot of things for our clients because as they age, they certainly face a different set of challenges. And I'm always glad to hear when somebody's listened to the show and reaches out to you because we've had some really good feedback. Um, because it's just always good to know that people are taking some of your advice and some of your guidance seriously. But you were telling me off the air about someone that had reached out here recently and heard the show. And, you know, through all these episodes that we've compiled already, kind of felt like they knew you. Yeah, exactly. So they reached out, got a, they logged on to talkwithlee.com and they set up a 15 minute call with me. And then early on in that conversation, you know, I found, you know, I asked, well, hey, how did you find us? And she said she has listened to all episodes of the podcast. And so I thought that was really, really neat because, yes, yeah, she said she kind of has a really good idea about how we think about all kind of uh, areas of, of money and finances. And she said she really kind of felt like she knew me. So I thought that was pretty neat. And there are certainly, hopefully, probably other folks that have listened to, if not all, but many of our podcasts. So that's the, that's the whole goal here is, again, to try to like we say, provide clarity on a lot of situations and simplify things, so provide simplicity. And we want to inspire people to, to live the, the retirement that they, they want to live. And then certainly we want to help people implement some of the, the things, strategies, and tips that we talk about on this show every week. So yeah, it was a refreshing phone call, a lot of fun. 
Absolutely. Well, if you want to get in touch with Lee after this, it's very simple. Talkwithlee.com. But if you want to listen to more episodes, we've got them all archived online, myretirementclarity.com. All right. Let's jump into our conversation today on disaster, where you might be flirting with disaster. These are some areas of your financial life that could cause you some problems if you don't take care about it. And you might not even realize it at this point. So let's start with uh, legal documents, Lee. There's you know, I think it's, it's twofold. Either you've kind of taken care of it and just you know did it late, earlier in life and kind of forgotten about it. Or, you know, the worst case scenario is you haven't done anything at all in terms of legal documents. Yeah. When we talk about legal documents, probably the first thing that people think of is is a will. And a will is certainly very important because it you can do a lot of things with a will depending on how complex your, your situation is. But another important important document that I think is important is is a, a power of attorney, a durable power of attorney. This is going to be crucial for when you need somebody to make some decisions on your behalf. And, and I think a lot of times people overlook this. So I, I would say make sure that you have some of those basic things set up. People ask me all the time, well, hey, do I need a trust? Well, it's kind of a loaded question because, you know, a trust can do, it can be set up to do a thousand different things. I would say most of the times people that I meet with don't need a trust. There are sometimes some instances where a trust does make sense. But, you know, if you've got a good will, some legal documents like a power of attorney, make sure those things are updated. And I see people all the time, they've got a will, but it's 20 years old. And it's talking about, you know, who's going to take care of, of little Johnny or little Susie if they, they pass away. Well, Little Johnny and little Susie are now 25 years old and they're married and got their own kids. Make sure you update those documents. I would say probably look at them every two to three years is what I would recommend. If somebody comes into you for the first time, Lee, you know, connects on talkwithlee.com and, and reaches out and sits down with you, like how early in the process are you talking about these legal documents? Usually in the first meeting, we're just going to find out if they're there and... Okay. and you know, up to date. Because again, we just want to assess where somebody is in, in that first meeting and kind of figure out, you know, if, if these things have been addressed. And and then ultimately, I mean, I can't make somebody go update a will, but we, mm -hmm. we will certainly make, make them aware that, hey, this will was last done in 2012. You certainly want to make sure you do that. And for our clients, that's a part of what we do is just to make sure that that they stay on top of those things as best they can. And we, we certainly provide our clients with, with what we call a client binder. It's been a bunch of different things. It was a, a leather embossed three ring binder back in the day. What I've learned is a lot of people don't have hole punchers. And so we've now simplified that into a really basic, like an accordion type folder. It's pretty nice, but we've got sections in there, you know, laid out for insurance policies, investment statements, wills, trusts, legal documents. That's really our attempt to keep somebody organized. And so we try to make sure that we do what we can to help our clients with that. Well, I'm sure one area where you are helping people at least making them aware and checking up on their plan is when it comes to the beneficiary designations. And these are easy to forget. I mean, you know, this is not something that's top of mind when you're thinking about, you know, you're planning for retirement, you're thinking about investing and you're thinking about your money and your income and your expenses, all these things. But you don't think about beneficiaries, but this is so important because these are tied to those big accounts that you have a lot of assets in and these are absolutely easy to forget about once you've set them earlier in life and just don't think to get back to them. Yeah, you, you'd be amazed at how many times we see beneficiaries that are outdated. A lot of times that happens when, when there's been a divorce and that, that's usually going to wind up ugly if something happens to somebody and they, you know, there's an ex-spouse. 
as a beneficiary and, and the new spouse is sort of left out in the cold. So make sure that you update your beneficiaries. And unfortunately, because people many times are spread out and got accounts everywhere, it's very difficult for them to stay on top of them. So we try to make sure that we do an inventory to make sure that the proper wishes on a beneficiary form are laid out. And some people don't, don't think about this. For the state of Georgia, a beneficiary form on a, on a, a retirement account will trump what's in a will. So years ago, I had somebody tell me a story of somebody who had a, a retirement account. His will had, you know, everything, when I die, everything goes to my loving wife of 30-something years. But on the beneficiary form, he had changed the beneficiary to Buffy the Hooters waitress. Well, when he passed <laughs> away, guess who got the money? Man. It wasn't his loving wife of 30-something years. It was Buffy the Hooters waitress. Wow. So you want to make sure that these things are up to date. You know, unfortunately, things like that do happen, and you want to make sure that you don't leave that to chance. So definitely update those every every couple of years, and especially if you are in a second or third marriage, make sure that your beneficiary forms are up to date on every single thing you have. IRAs, life insurance policies, any kind of you know non-qualified accounts, make sure that what you want to happen is going to happen. Definitely. Absolutely. Let's talk taxes now. This is a, a key area for everybody's planning. I know specifically for you, Lee, you pay a lot of attention with your clients on tax planning and retirement. But just to kind of set the stage for what we're talking about here in terms of disaster is, you know, so much of your money for most people on average, right, in general, generally speaking, you know, most of your money is going into these tax deferred accounts. And it's great because, you know, you're building up this nice big nest egg. But on the back end, Uncle Sam's going to come calling. Absolutely. And that is a theme of our podcast. And we talk about it all in some way, every show, I think, because I truly do think this is one of the biggest threats to everybody's retirement is this ticking tax time bomb. Now, people are under the misconception that if they have a million dollars in their 401k, that they've got a million dollars. And that's, that is incorrect. Remember, there is a tax lien against that account. And how much do you owe? Well, it depends. It really depends on how much money the IRS wants from you. And all they have to do is change the laws and you will get less and they will get more. Am I of the opinion that will happen? Absolutely. All you have to do is look around and see how our government spends money. And this is not a jab at the current administration. It's a jab at the current administration the past administration, and the one before that, and all the ones before that, because those folks do not know how to live on a budget. And so when we put money in these tax-deferred accounts, we think, oh, well, yeah, I got a, a million dollars. I'm going to, you know, when I retire, I'll be in a lower tax bracket, and I'll take money out, and I won't have to pay as much taxes. I will tell you, in my experience over the last 15 or 16 years, that is not the case Many, many times, more times than not, people are not going to be in a lower tax bracket. So make sure that you're just diversifying from a tax standpoint. We always talk about diversifying from, a, from an investment standpoint, but you really need to be tax diversified too. And, and like we talked about a few shows ago, I will probably do more conversion into tax-free vehicles this year than I've ever done in, in my entire career. I did more last year than I've ever done. I will do more this year and suspect that will be a trend going forward. So make sure you don't have all of your eggs in the tax-deferred basket. 
Hey there, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to take just a minute to tell you about a new book I've written called Diffuse, How to Protect Your IRA or 401k from the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. It's a really easy read and it gives you specific strategies that you can implement right now to be better prepared for increasing taxes. Now, we all know taxes are very likely to increase in the future, and with all the recent stimulus packages, I believe that even more. So I'm making this book available to you, the listener of the show. So here's how you get it. Just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. Give us a good mailing address, and we'll send it right out. I'll even pick up the shipping cost. Again, just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. Get your copy today. Now back to the show. All right, next one on our list, long-term care expenses. This is a spot that could create disaster for you in retirement. You know, and I think this is one that often gets ignored by many people. They just, you know, for whatever reason, don't think about this as part of the retirement puzzle. And maybe it's because they think, you know, I'm a little busy right now. I'll figure it out later or I'm pretty healthy. It's nothing that really affects me in the short term. But as we all know, Lee, you just never know with life. Yeah, this is truly one that we see people intentionally overlook all the time because long-term care is something that we think other people are going to need and not us. Uh, We've talked about it before on the show. We would not go a single night in our homes without having insurance on the house because why? Well, if we we go one night without having insurance, our house is going to burn down, right? That's exactly what we think. But there's not that many people whose houses actually burn down and it's a total loss. But if you think about the number of people who do require some type of custodial care, some type of long-term care, whether that's traditional long-term care in a nursing home, an assisted living facility, or maybe in-home care, it happens, I think the studies say it happens to about 7 out of 10 people over the age of 65 at some point. So it's really going to happen, and unfortunately, most people just kick that can down the road and ignore it. So it's certainly something that everybody needs to address and you need to have a plan. And that plan, of course, doesn't mean you've got to go buy a traditional long-term care policy. Those can be good and they can help a lot of people, but there are limitations. There really are limitations to any way that you address this, but the main thing is to address it in some manner going forward. Because if, if you wait till it's too late, there's really nothing that you can do I would say I probably get three or four calls a month from people whose parent um, is starting to have some cognitive impairments and they want to start, you know, start trying to, quote, hide assets. And when you get to that point, it's many times it's too late and your options are going to be limited. So time to do it and plan for it is before you start having uh, issues, you know, that that deal with, with how you're going to care for yourself in the future. Plan for it now, plan for it early. Yeah, that's great advice. And last one I want to do is I want to touch on investing quickly before we close it all out. So the classic 60-40 portfolio has kind of been an approach for many retirees for a number of years, 60% large cap stocks, 40% bonds. How can this portfolio, which you know seems to kind of be a pretty common approach for many people, be a problem? Yeah, this this is a little bit tricky here because I have to be careful not to give somebody specific investment advice who may be listening to the port to this uh, podcast. Because as we know, as we talked about earlier, people listen have listened to all of these podcasts. Yeah, uh, we, we want to make sure that that somebody's investing appropriately for their situation. 
For some people, sure, they may be okay with exposure to that much risk, but there are a lot of people who simply can't can't afford very much downturn simply because they don't have the stomach for for that that sort of ride. As we know, in March of, of 2020, when the the market really dropped significantly from you know about the end of February to towards the end of March, the market went way way down. And and if somebody was invested in just a traditional you know, 60% large cap stock and, and then 40% bonds, that, that portfolio got hammered. Of course, if they didn't make any major changes, by the end of the year, things worked out. But that that's not a fun ride for people going down. So ultimately, you want to address your, your tolerance for risk on the front end. You also could probably, it may make sense for a lot of people if, if income, if you're depending on this portfolio for income, maybe want to mix in a dividend, you know, some dividend-paying stocks or, or some type of dividend portfolio that's going to pay you income kind of no matter what's going on in the market. So a lot of different ways to, to do that. But, you know, if you're just out there doing it on your own and you say, hey, I'm going to do a 60-40 portfolio and just kind of go with it because that'll work. It can work until it, until it doesn't work. So make, I, I would say make sure you talk to somebody who can give you some advice there. So, you know, it's it's not very often that we just tell somebody, yep, put it in that portfolio and leave it there forever. Because that, that doesn't really work uh, for, for a lot of people. Well, if you want to discuss any of these things, again, this is part of the comprehensive planning process that Lee and his team at, at JL Perkins Wealth Management do. So it'd be a great time to reach out. Talkwithlee.com is a very easy way to get in touch, schedule a meeting with him. But if you want to go and, and learn more about the business and about uh, all the resources that Lee offers, you can find it online at My Retirement Clarity. Com. And a quick reminder too here, Lee, before we get to that mailbag question, which we have today, is that ticking tax time bomb book offer we always offer up on the show. And I think, which is that story you told us at the beginning, I think that's how that listener found us originally was through that, that offer. But I want to share it again one time for people that are thinking about taxes now. Yeah, exactly. If you want to get a copy of this book, it's free to any, any listener of the show. Just text the word diffuse. Diffuse is spelled D-E-F-U-S-E, Diffuse. Text that to 474747. You'll be prompted to give us a, a name and a good mailing address. We'll, we'll send that right out to you. Of course, we will take care of shipping on that. And it's got a lot of great tips. Once you read that book, you'll want to get on my calendar so we can talk about how to implement some of those things that we discuss in the book so that you're not a sitting duck when, when they do raise taxes in the future. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Time now for a mailbag question. If you ever have something on your mind and want to get some uh, feedback from Lee, you can always submit it through the website, myretirementclarity.com. That's what Jerry did. He wrote in and said, I'm 65 and recently had a heart attack. I'm out of work for another week, but then should be back on a normal schedule. That's good to hear, Jerry. Uh, My wife seems concerned about my future health, but I still have no plans to retire anytime soon. Can you tell her that I'll be fine and it's normal for people to work past 65? All right, Jerry, that's kind of a loaded question. I feel like you're trying to get me <laughs> uh, get in the, the middle of an argument maybe between you or your wife, but yeah, hopefully she can listen to the show as well. It is common that people will choose to work past 65 if they want to. Now, if they, if they have to because they need the money, that, that's a different story. But, you know, I'm all about somebody having a, a great quality of life. Now, you've had a health event with a heart attack recently. So that is probably why she's concerned about it. And I do understand her concern there about you. Man, if you, if you like working, continue to do it. But here's what I would tell you. We are, we're not promised uh, 
a, a certain number of days and every day you give your company is one less day. You've got to do whatever you want to do in retirement that, that makes you happy. Maybe, you know, maybe you and your wife want to travel or, or whatever that is, man. But remember, the one resource you can never get back is time. You can always make more money or do this, but you can never get back more time. So just kind of keep that in mind as you approach that, get past that age of 65. Yeah, that's great advice. Uh, yeah, it did sound like a little bit of a loaded question there, but we do appreciate you sending yeah. it in to us, Jerry. It's, yeah. uh, uh, we hope we wish you the best of health too um, as you come back from that heart attack and uh, and hopefully your wife's Absolutely. there for you to support you. But uh, we do appreciate the question. If you ever have one, again, send it to us, myretirementclarity.com. That is the website. We'll provide the best info we can, and Lee will at least, based on the information you provide us. Obviously, we won't know all the details of your situation, but we'll do our best to give you some general guidance on that. But always, talkwithlee.com is the website to schedule a meeting and get the best input possible from Lee and his team. All right, let's close it out on that note. Lee, I've enjoyed talking with you today about disaster, and uh, maybe we'll speak a little bit more off air about some of the things you've done uh, when you're a little bit younger in life. Yep, absolutely. A great story about the uh, lawnmower powered um, <laughs> ultralight ride that I did. It was crazy. So, yeah, absolutely. Right, man. Take care. Enjoyed it, Ben. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.